It's a story about Michael's penis. It's a short story. Oh, no. I'm giving up. What's going on, Michael? They're making so much fun of me. They're so mean to me. That's what you're going with? I would never do it in person, but if you wanted to make a video of it, I would game. <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. Wait, you actually went to... Yep. And I stand by that. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. All right. All right. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library. We're playing Call of Cthulhu. We're recording it. Uh, we're still on a break between seasons of our homebrew universe. Uh, so we're continuing our playthrough of A Mother's Love. We are missing one Rick tonight. He may or may not be with us for the second half. We think he's probably not going to make it. He's doing something weird. I don't, still don't understand what it is. Uh, my name's Arthur. I'll be playing Special Agent Mason Merrick. Chris is playing Aloysius. Emily is Special Agent Chambers. Wayne is Officer O'Patty. Scott's uh, the dude with the notebook and the dog. Steve Blue. Steve Blue. No relation. Um, and if Rick gets here, he'll be Bubba Fret. I mispronounced that last Good time. Job. Bubba Fret. A, a well-adjusted Bubba Fret. Yes. Um, and of course, as always, our beloved keeper is Michael. Michael, take it away. All right. Uh, so while we're on break, we're working out of New Tales of the Miskatonic Valley Second Edition by Stygian Fox Studios. And uh, this is our disclaimer to say that we are very immature people working with no working with mature themes. Nailed and uh, yep, Call of Cthulhu is a tabletop role-playing game featuring horror themes of dismemberment, blood, and frogs, and occasionally cannibalism. But our cannibal's not here tonight, so we should be okay without that theme. Uh, we thank you for joining us. Look us up on Patreon as well as Twitter. We're doing a giveaway for. Uh, monstrous malleus on twitter so uh if you join us on the ride there you can uh be eligible to win and with that last week's recap is emily okay lead singer so, for our new goth metal band oh not the lead singer just the soprano-y stuff okay anyway so last week we were on the way to Innsmouth, and at Where? the point that I believe we were going to Innsmouth. Michael, is that where we were check going? Check me on that. Michael, ruling. <laughs> I'm just glad y'all finally fucking got there. We did. Well, so as we started we out, uh, we were two agents and Steve Blue in the front car, Bubba and Patty Lanny in uh, Bubba's truck. And we pass a car, pulled over, driver's side door open unoccupied uh the agents do a drive-by don't see anyone by the car but they see a shadowy figure walking down the road looks like they are carrying a gas can at this point we meet aloysius tumble he has a way with animals clue loves him but when the outside air hits clue's nose he goes a little crazy and only stays calm when he's in blue's lap Bubba stops his truck to inspect the car. There's a fishy smell. Their keys are in. Open map on the passenger seat. Patty realizes it is out of gas and takes Bubba's gas can to fill the truck. At the same time, Bubba finds some other 
paraphernalia, medical bag, a box of tools, glass jug, medical tools. Um, Al, Aloysius get, approaches his car. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just making just making sure I don't miss anything. Aloysius oh, okay. approaches the car, talks to Lanny, explains he was on his way to Ipswich but got lost. They compare drinks. They compare guns. Quickly become friends. Make a shooting bet. Whoever hits a stop sign first gets five dollars. This will become important later. <laughs> Approaching Innsmouth. We see a police checkpoint. Aloysius, wanting to fulfill the bet, shoots the Innsmouth sign behind the police. All three policemen pull their weapons and yell, stop. Aloysius jumps out, puts his hands up, but they think he's drawing fire at him, shatter the windshield, and injure Patty in the explosion. While all of this is going on, Bubba just drives through the checkpoint. The agents <laughs> questioned the police about pedestrians, about cars. The police basically saw nothing. Um, they did not see the car in the marsh as they passed into town. The agents in blue head to the constabulary and they meet Chief Constable Andrew Martin, who tells them about Frog, also known as Tobias Sisk who is linked to nine robberies and 15 car thefts, stabbed a man for calling him fish lips, has a local house on the corner of Hancock and South Southwick Street. Southwick? Southwick? Never mind. Uh, he has a love named Grace Decker. Uh, Martin is going to send us a constable, Birch, to guide us. Nathan Birch with a ratty overcoat and a wide grin. Next time, Chambers will make a spot hidden roll. Don't know why. Clue the dog is still going crazy. Something in the air is really messes, really messing with him. Birch can take us to the house, but suggests we wait for tomorrow because it is unoccupied and there is no power. We would rather go tonight and request some flashlights. Aloysius and Patty arrive at the constabulary. Patty knows Martin, shares a story of being bitten by the thing in the swamp, Marsh. Patty slips and calls him frog folk, calls them frog folk. There was use of the words frog folk, tries to cover, but there is some clear tension between Martin and Patty. And that is where we ended our session. Wow, y'all made it so far. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was that a quarter really mile? Well. In cars? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. It was a half mile. What what uh, I loved so, is based based on the state I was in last week was uh, somebody made a spot hidden roll and then it took me a while to remember what that spot hidden roll was for. Well, I didn't make the roll. I was just supposed to write down that I'm supposed to do a roll. Oh, okay. Because I didn't okay. actually physically make the the roll. Oh, that's good. I actually remembered what it was for though, which was kind of great. So. Oh well, should Agent Chambers make a spot hidden roll? Not yet. Later on. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Put my memory. Yeah, we're gonna put my memory. <laughs> Jesus. All right. What were you gonna say? Uh, Blues clues. Yes. So I'm calling out to Aloysius uh, to come help me with um, clue. Okay. Because I'm hoping that you can give him something to calm him down. Maybe knock him out. Yeah. Clues. Okay. A, clues a mass. I'll go. Uh, I'll go grab my uh, vet bag out of the the trunk. 
Okay, as you as you go to pull your your vet bag out of the trunk, there's a flash of lightning across the sky, and uh, you can see the kind of the clouds on the horizons, and you just have an ominous uh, feeling about everything that's going on. We know how much dogs love lightning, so that's mm-hmm. that's gonna yep. help. So uh, yeah, I get uh, some uh, sedatives out and uh, a little uh, lube. For love of Christ. <laughs> no. That's Wait, where do you the put lube. your sedatives? What's wrong with you? The where do you put your The lube is for cows and horses. We have to do exams. It's not for puppy dogs. So yeah, I, I get a little bit of uh you know, a little bit of a treat of some kind to wrap it in. Do, 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 do. A little bit of Play-Doh. Play-Doh kind of tastes good, if I remember correctly as a child. So I put in a little Play-Doh. I come over and I say, uh, you should uh, uh, have uh, Clue swallow this. And uh, it'll make him very, very, you know, it's not enough to put him to sleep. But, uh, well, that's the wrong phrase. It's not enough to... <laughs> what, what are you doing to my dog? You're just nervous. It's not enough to make him super sleepy, but it will it'll relax him so here you go all right i'm not i don't even gotta shove it up his ass or nothing do i no no just have him good uh, he should like the he should like the taste of it so yeah he should he should all right so he needs a good dog so i take out a little bit and put it in his mouth and get him to swallow your mouth who had it did you eat it clue i'm taking care of my friend clue (laughs) and it's uh fast acting so uh it should uh you know within 10, 15 minutes, he should be okay. Sure. So I'll just sort of keep him with me and I'm going to keep patting him. And, okay. and uh, he, uh, he, he chomps it down pretty quickly, even in spite of anx- his anxiety, whatever uh, Aloysius wrapped it inside of was tasty enough to, uh, he wasn't anxious beyond his, his sense of hunger. So he chomps it down pretty readily. And then there's quiet on the set. Mm-hmm. Lots of quiet. Okay, so at the same time, then, while this is going on outside, Chambers would just like to ask Martin, Chief Constable Andrew Martin. Yes. Can you tell us anything else about the frog's known associates? Anyone else in town that might have worked with him in the past? Perhaps where his girlfriend, love, Grace Decker, lives? Oh, hadn't been around town in years. Years. There's really nowhere around town that I'd go looking for him. I mean, in particular, that is. There's nobody around town, but uh, Grace, sure. I mean, Grace wouldn't be too hard to get a hold of. Uh, Grace is somewhere in the keeper's notes here, and we're going to find it for you in just a second. Uh, Oh, yeah. So you just mean that Tobias Sisk has not been here in years? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, he left in 1917 to fight in the Great War. Nobody's heard from him around here. Nobody. Nobody around here. It's uh, strange that he came back here. Okay. And by nobody, you mean no one that you know, but his known associates would, of course, be in contact with him. Correct? I mean, he had people in the car with him and they came back to this town, so someone had to have heard from him. Those are the people we're trying to find. 
Yes, but it seems like you're saying those... no one in the entire town has ever heard from him. Well, I, 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 I can't I'm understand. I can't, I can't think you would know that. What are you implying? You implying I, I'm not a good constable? Uh, you implying I'm, I'm not a good chief constable? I, I am well, I'm hoping, sure that's not what he's saying. I think I'm hoping that what you're saying. I'm hoping that what you're saying. I'm hoping that what you're saying is that you are speaking for a certain group of people and not another group of people. And it's that other group of people that we need to find. Oh, it's like a We'd just like to class. know anyone that might have known him. For instance, if you could tell us how to get in touch with Grace Decker. Grace is over at the fish packing house. Uh, you know, they're all closed up for the night now, but I'm sure you could catch her in the morning. She works there or lives there? Works there. Where does she live? I wouldn't. There's no reason to go disturbing her home life now, is there? Uh, there absolutely there is. is. There was just a bank robbery. We are not waiting for the comfort of suspected criminals. Where does this Grace live? <laughs> well, I, she's down Main Street a bit, but... Uh, How uh, far down Main Street and at what address? Make a persuade roll. I should probably open my character sheet. Yeah, maybe have some dice ready. I, I got the dice. I'll roll oh, that's them. That's good. See if it's really, really good or really, really bad. It's probably a 99. I'm no. sure you'll get shot in the it's head. It's not a 99, but it's an 89, so I know that my persuade is not that high. Yeah. Uh, you're not coming here late at night and upsetting my town. Your, your bank robbers, wherever they are, are all holed up, and you can go find Grace at the, at the uh, fish house tomorrow. Sir, are you going to make me pull rank here? Disturbing. This is our investigation. Okay. You're, uh, please do not obstruct the BOI. We are here to investigate a felony. We are not waiting on the whims of suspected criminals. Oh, now, uh, you yes, can so give us the address, or I can call my superior, and we can take this to the next level. How many okay. How many other people are in the room? Like, Lanny O'Patty's there? Just went that setting. Lanny's there. Who's in this room? I'm not even sure of that. Uh, just you and the BOI. And, uh, and Chief, probably Nathan. Chief Nathan Martin Birch. and Nathan Birch. About that time, a um, uh, uh, a really kind of nasty-looking fellow comes from uh, the door in the back, and um, there's no other way to describe it except he's just ugly. Um, his like, skin's, like fishy ugly. Uh, his 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 skin is like rough and flaking, and he has this really hard jaw that sticks out. Um, his, his fingers, you notice are really long and curl into his palms. He's got these fists and, um, his deep voice. And he says, there a problem chief Martin. And, uh, chief Martin says back to him, uh, not at all. These, these folks are just, uh, I don't think they understand where they are. And he looks back at you and he, he looks at you, Mason, and he says, I think it's important that you recognize where you are. I think Agent it's important. Eric. That, I think it's important that you recognize who you're speaking with. You are talking to a federal agent, and you are very close to obstructing a federal investigation right now. All right, I, I need, I need the the Lanny O'Patty was there, Merrick is there, and Chambers is there, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And this guy, what's his name again? You've got Chief Constable Martin, Constable yeah. Birch, who's supposed to go walking with y'all, and then okay. Constable Ropes, who just came out for the back. Ropes. And Ropes. And that's the weird looking cat that just came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, just for writing purposes, <laughs> ropes, like a lasso, like a rope. Yes. Okay. It was yes. really funny that you said two different <laughs> words and Michael said yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, all right. Well, I think it's very important that we keep in mind that we're all on the same side here and we're all trying to solve a robbery. So we don't intend to upend your town. We don't intend to bother anyone. We only want information. And that's all I'm asking. I appreciate your understanding on this matter, Agent. Uh, maybe you can help your other agent understand what it means to not upset a bunch of families in the middle of the evening. Well, we already have plans to check out a very unoccupied home this evening. So any addresses that we may take from you now, we could use tomorrow, during the day, during normal business hours even. Are, are, let me get this clear. Are you refusing to give me information right now? And he just stares at you, Agent Man. Are, I will right. just stare looks. right back. So uh, Lanny O'Patty steps up and says, uh, and says, <laughs> and says to him, "All right, this has gone enough with you, fishy, froggy people. You need to talk to Merrick right now and give him the information he wants, or you'll get more of this." And he whacks him in the side of the head <laughs> with an open hand. Um, I think you need to. I think you need to make a uh, fighting role for that, uh, and you're yeah. drunk. Yes. Oh, only a little bit. Well, Patty drinks all the time, so yes. I'd have to no, say. That's true. Yeah, it keeps you steady. Yep, it's quite the opposite. So it might give him a bonus. I got to say, it might give him advantage. Making friends wherever we go. Yeah. So a real good slap in the side of the face because these frog folk are beneath everyone, you know. Oh, baby. 11. All right. Nine. And I've got a good strength of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Oh yeah, he's an eighty. So yeah, Patty. Are you trying to do damage, or are you just trying to wake him up? Nope, he's getting damaged too. <laughs> My God, this has gone far enough. He's you part know, of it. This I'm from part of it. He's protecting uh, he's criminals. Part of it. And from Ipswich, we know all these people are part of this crap. And when this guy came out of the back room, he's well, he's pulling the strings here, and I don't like it. So anyway, I think you're on board with me, Merrick. You know where this. Oh, is. I am. Okay, roll for damage. Oh, let me look that part up. Um, at the bottom of here. Uh, Patty's pretty good. Let's see. Unarmed. Ooh. That so just, just to get this right, you struck the chief constable, right? Absolutely. <laughs> right in the second page. Well, uh, Larry's the... Isn't he the police chief of... Uh, uh, in, in, uh, in, I can't remember the other one. Places. He's the in there thick. Not the I chief. Know. Ipswich. Ipswich. Well, you know, they all drink together, so they're, they're buddies. Uh, he gives them a good four four points of damage, clocking them in his head. All right. And he's wow. <laughs> well, Patty doesn't do anything halfway. Okay. Uh, so Martin's head swings to the side, and um, as it does, uh, 
uh, Elliot Ropes draws his gun immediately mm-hmm. and and points it at you, um, beats you to the draw very quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, and Chief Constable Eric's drawn his gun. Yeah, I figured. Ooh, and, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> and uh, Chief Constable Martin says uh, he he just takes his hand and he raises it up, rubs the side of his face, and he says, uh, "Ropes, lower your gun. We won't be having any of this this evening." He says, "And I won't be having any random house searches. This is America, and we have laws." And these two agents are clearly in violation of those laws. Says, if you can show me that Miss Deckert has done anything wrong, then I will provide you with her address. But until you can show me that she's done anything wrong, you won't be waking up any of my citizens tonight. Would that be citizens you're talking about or family you're talking about? Because you're all related in this town and you're not. Thank you. Thank you, Officer O'Patty. The same can be said of you and maybe your family. And I don't think you'd want any of your family woken up who were innocent. So are you speaking of the Irish when you say that? I suggest that you make (laughs) your way to your rooms for the evening. Now, and if you it, have questions in the morning, you're more than welcome to begin talking to the citizens of my fine town. A clarification: It's like six o'clock at night. No, no, no. Right? It's it was just—it was just sunset when we were on the road. All right, the sun went down as we were making our way here. So it's yeah, evening. But then remember it's like there dinner was a whole, time. There, there was a whole shootout on the road, <laughs> and yeah, that that didn't take 10, 15 minutes, right? Do you want to be keeper? No, but I just, you know, I, I'm playing a role as it's like six or seven o'clock at night. It's like dinner time. Okay. That, that's that's why I'm being, if it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night, that would be a different thing. Sure. Um, he, you know, that's still... why I'm insisting that. So oh, okay. I, I just want to clarify that's that fair. before I get, before I yeah. say my next thing. And yeah, if it's no, not, you're... then I'll change what I'm going to do. No, no, you're, you're, justice. you're leaning. You're leaning on the seven o'clock, the like, like pushing a little past seven o'clock. Okay, sir. Do your uh, do these townspeople go to bed extraordinarily early? I am hoping to ask questions of a known associate of a suspect in a felony. I am not understanding why that is harassment or waking anyone. Okay, make a persuade roll. Less than 89. Yep. So that's not bad. I got to check my persuade. What is my persuade? Oh, it's a success. Regular success. Okay. And he says to you, Agent Merrick, it's not a matter of when people go to bed. It's a matter of American laws that provide for their freedom to rest in their homes unharassed. This is not a known associate of a felon. It's a childhood friend who happens to now be a felon. Your inquiry can wait until the morning. If you would like, you can escort yourself to the Sisk house and I'll be happy to provide more information or 
you can take yourself to the Martin house for your evening sleep. But we will not be disturbing Miss Deckard this evening. I, I will ask you one more time, and I, I will just like to make you aware that there are no laws in this country that stop a federal agent from knocking on a door at any time of day to question someone in pursuit of a felon. And when we give this felon more time, it only gives him more time to get away, to plan, to find safe harbor. You are about to obstruct a federal investigation, and I will ask you one more time, what is the address of this known associate? Oh, boy, Merrick. Let me arrest him if he doesn't do it. <laughs> uh, thank you, Officer O'Patty. That'll do. I'll be sure to give him a fair shaking down. Okay. As you as you ask that, uh, Merrick, the the lightning thun, uh, lightning kind of flashes inside, Ooh, and there's a nice there's a nice rumble of thunder outdoors, mm. and uh, uh, Chief Martin looks at you, and um, he says, "And I will say to you one more time: if you're so intent." on finding clues and arresting your suspect, then why don't you follow the ones at hand? And what might those be? You have given us no other clues, nothing else to go on. The only thing you have given us is this known associate. I've if you have you something better, we would love to hear it. I've Just given the you the address of the house where Mr. Sisk grew up. That is abandoned, and there are no known individuals who live there. Yes, as is his relationship with Miss Decker, who and, he has not you, seen in and, years. And you insist on not giving me this Miss Deckard's address. It is not appropriate or necessary. Okay, we seem to be stuck in quite a circle here. Oh, nope, we're done Perhaps. here. Uh, I'm turning and leaving. Okay. Fine. Um, I'm still here. You, yes. He draws. What's that? <gasps> what? I said, is this where Dorothy draws? I want an answer now. It's <laughs> Dot. Actually, it's Agent Chambers. Dorothy Dot. <laughs> to you, mister. <laughs> wow. I'm not even in there. I'm taking care of my dog. All right. So. I'm sitting in my car getting additionally liquored up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Steve, while this is taking place, old uh, old Clue is is starting to uh, he he's given the doggy kind of whimpers and like the old uh, jowly kind of, and he's starting to he's starting to doze off a little bit. Oh, good boy. All right, so I'll go. I'm going to go find Eloish just then. Okay. I'm just I'm in the car behind you. Like yeah, right near. I'll come back yeah. and. Yeah, come back and just find out your story. Uh, yeah, and I'm just you're, uh, you're out and about on the road. Yeah, I'm checking out the the windshield. Like Michael said, it uh, wasn't uh, shattered because it isn't uh, safety glass, but there's like bullet holes in it and some spider webbing. So I'm trying to see, you know, whether it's gonna stand up. Maybe I'll uh, take some uh, 
chewing gum and stick it in some of the holes. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> some duct tape. Not a, you had, didn't you say I'm you a veterinarian, not an automobile mechanic? You said you had that stuff that was was sort of the putty, like the salt stuff for the dog. Oh yeah. So no, Plato. That yeah. would work. A, yeah. So I'll help you with that stuff to sort of patch okay. up the windows. Yeah, keep the back. wind from whistling through at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You seem like a good fella. So I'll, I'll help you fix this window. Okay. You, you take you the red. You take the red. I'll take the green. Oh, I changed my voice again. <laughs> I started using that voice. It's an epidemic. But, uh, but then I watched the episode and I like the voice so much. I want to use it in the campaign. So I got to remember to not <laughs> use it. <during> the that's what my um, next character is going to sound like. Right. This character just sounds like me. Oh, yeah, here you go. You take the red, I'll take the green, and uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> sounds like a perfect plan. Merrick, as as you walk out the door, uh, uh, Constable Birch, he's got his kind of, you know, um, ratty kind of overcoat on, little pudgy with his sloped shoulders. Uh, he, he catches up. He tries to catch up to you, mm-hmm. and um, he's got He's got, you know, like this this wide grin. It's a little bit hard to read. It borders on friendly uh, and a little bit suspicious. And um, he looks at you with his big eyes and he says, he says, ah, don't don't mind Constable Martin. If if you really want to see Miss Deckert, I, I can take you to see her. Well, finally, someone with some sense. I appreciate that. Uh, is he a sergeant? What's his what's his rank? Constable. Constable. Appreciate that, Constable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does he have I'll, flashlights? I can take you to see her. Does he have the flashlights we asked for? Uh, yeah. Okay, sweet. If not, he was going to get snipped at because Merrick's still a little touchy. <laughs> yeah. Don't the the chief constable? He's he's he, you know he he's a little full of himself. He 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 means well. He just wants to keep the citizens safe, and he doesn't want to raise any alarm around town, but. I, I can take you to take care of it. Much appreciated. Uh, mm. But we we should go sooner rather than later because I you know <clears throat> I'd, I'd hate to wake Miss Deckard up. I'm sure she's had a hard day at work. Is Lanny O'Patty there too? Like next to it here in any of this? Uh, make a listen roll. You can see if you were still uh, in a glare off with uh, Andrew Martin. Okay. Um, let me see. Yes. Yeah, so um, you're kind of near the doorway as you you hear this conversation, and you're kind of caught in an eye lock with Martin after y'all's mm-hmm. basically like racial insinuations at each other, oh. right? And um, but but hearing that, your interest gets piqued, and uh, you give a sly little grin at old Chief Constable, and you back out the door, maybe tipping your hat or with a you know a wink and a grin as you as you slip out the door. And the only other thing that oh Patty would be doing is listening and trying to trying to suss out if you know if this if this lad this constable's coming up and he's leading us on a trap or if he's leading us uh on a fruitful run, you know, if he really is uh at odds with his with his commander. The okay. sense of the feel of it. Yeah, you can do a psychological on that if you want. Yeah, I'll give it a go. I don't get it. <laughs> Is there a payphone on the street here? Uh, there are no payphones. Uh, there, there was a phone you noticed on the desk at the constabulary, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you've been told by uh, your chief that 
Um, there's a phone at the Martin house. Those are the only two phones that you know of in town. Okay. Wow. Actually, good psychology and I missed it. Oh. Where is the Martin house in relation to uh, the Main Street and the the abandoned house? Oh, boy. You're asking lots of questions now. Um, let's see. Uh, they're like, we'll say they're within a mile of each other. Okay. Um, then when Asian Chambers comes out, I want to go to the Martin house very quickly to make a phone call and then to um, the Main Street house. Okay. And so is the Martin house so our the Martin house, house, yes. Martin house yeah. is in town. The uh, yeah. a mile away would be like slightly out of town, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's or is like, the town that maybe the town's that big? Uh, the the town's big enough. Yeah. It's uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Like more like a half mile. Then they're within a half mile of each other. You're right. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Um, oh, that's right. Because they were they were going to walk there. I remember yeah, initially. Yeah. 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 Um, the um, as you walk out and kind of step into the night air, um, uh, that that kind of fishy smell permeates everywhere. Um, there's another lightning flash on the horizon, and um, as it does, you notice that all the buildings are really aged, um, and, and even like you're kind of myopic tunnel vision about talking to the chief constable made you miss it at first but now that you're looking around um the the const the constabulary is quite worn and uh there's even boards falling off in places um and as the lightning kind of crashes you see like just a lot of jagged edges right it's not like the hewn structure of an upkept city um you can feel the wear in the town as the storm's moving in. That's why they mm. wanted to collectively steal all that money from the other town. That's what I was like. Oh, Patty's like, this town's as worn as shitty as the people live in it. <laughs> it's like, it's like wow. their, their public works goes through uh, stolen money. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to get to the hotel with you, mm -hmm. uh, Merrick, so that I can drop the dog off. Okay. Um, sure. So I figure I'll yeah. give Clue a rest, and he's used to hanging out in hotels. He won't get freaked out and nice and drugs. So, whoa, what the hell is that? That was wild. Weird, that did that really go? weird feedback. Yeah. Feedback. Echo. Did the subway just go overhead or something? <laughs> right. Uh, so I don't want to take up too much time with this, but my uh, my reason to go back to the hotel, I think, is it's unless unless there's a reason gameplay wise to to role play it out but um i just wanted to let them know that we'd be staying there and to use a phone to call my superior to tell him we're we're probably going to need backup because the local constabulary is being obstructionist okay uh and um of course i you know told you the wrong name for the hotel it's the gilman house not the martin house oh. it's the martin house from now on okay sure <laughs> Because I will not be able to remember okay. that other thing that you just All said. Right. It's okay. the Martin. It's the Martin House. <laughs> no, uh, that's and, gonna, uh, remember, that's as far as backup, you've got the three dudes already on site, aren't they? Your your dudes. Uh, there were some at, at the roadblock. They're yeah. state police. Oh, They're, state police. Okay. Uh, they could be our dudes if we wanted them to be, but we'd still probably have to call back to get state police mm -hmm. is higher up than the local yeah. dudes. So. Yep. Um, so I, there, as you, uh, as you go into the front desk at the hotel, um, there's, uh, it's, you know, starting to like push evening a little bit, uh, older gentleman, uh, oh, and I, just let me interject. I would have asked him if 
you know, where you're going. I, I need a place to stay for the night. Mm-hmm. If you guys said, oh, sure, and yeah. I'll follow. Come along with. See yep. if they have. See if they have a room. Absolutely. Okay. And Chambers um, is still in the constabulary, so oh, at some wait, point you'll oh, have to I'm circle not, back. No, I'm not leaving without you. Okay. Wait, Chambers, you didn't leave. No. No, I'm 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 not doing anything until you leave. I'm waiting on the okay. on, out front until you come out. Merrick oh. walked out. Emily said, "I'm still in there," and oh. then Inside. whatever else. Yep. All right, oh. uh, Chambers, what are you doing? Um. So we're. <laughs> I don't know. It's just shocking that I'm still in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God! Roll to get out. Um, <laughs> don't roll. So Merrick has just left. So okay. I say to Martin, you know, have some patience with him. He really does care about what he's doing. But I just want to assure you that we will not disrupt your town any more than we have to in the course of our investigation. And I'm sure that we both want to get to the bottom of this robbery. And I had, uh, Go ahead. Oh, I had asked you before about other known associates and it seems I know like dredging up ancient history, but you never know who he could have stayed involved with over the years. And the members of the gang were headed back here and we're just doing our best to try to figure out who might have been involved and make sure that we find the culprits. Yeah, we're uh, we're surprised too. Uh, you know, we don't we don't know any of his affiliates. Uh, we've seen the list, but none of them are from around here. Uh, his mother, she she died while he was being born, so she's been long gone. Doesn't have any brothers or sisters. And uh, his his father, Ezekiel, died of ammonia in, in 1925. Ammonia or pneumonia? <laughs> Well, <laughs> either say. one, either one will kill you. <laughs> uh, there it is. You didn't even miss a half a beat there. I know. I I was waiting for him to finish talking so that I could say something. He he died of a ninety nine. Uh, he died of the the pneumonia in nineteen twenty five, and uh, you know, so his his immediate family's been long gone, and. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how long I can talk in this voice. Okay, let me. The, Emily is asking a question. Do I, yeah. yes, as Emily. a character, already have a list of everyone that was in the gang? Like, do we already know them? I was trying to actually figure out who was with this guy, Frog. But yes, the BOI has a Department of Justice. Uh, um, in fact, Art, uh, it's been like six years, but I sent you the list, or I, it's one of the oh. images I sent you. Yep. Um, and so there's Tobias Frog Sisk, who's the leader, and okay. uh, Abe Duncan, a co-leader, um, Pearl Kamir, uh, is uh, also, she's um, she has a purple knife scar along her left cheek. Known for extremely violent anger. Roberto Soto, a mustache with a slender build, known for taunting victims by inserting guns into their mouths. Oh, too bad Rick's not here. <laughs> uh, and Teddy Wynn, the driver, uh, is missing a portion of the right ear and a reputation for being a fearless driver. Um, in fact, we could go so far as to 
make a uh, make an intelligence check. And for those um, not on the audio stream, I have, uh, well, you'll see it, but for those on the audio stream, if you want to watch the video, I have uh, an image of this list up on the video. I failed. Okay. Oh. Um, so you, you weren't able to successfully, I guess, uh, Merrick, you should probably make an intelligence roll as well. Yeah, Is it a surprise that Chambers failed? Oh my God, no, y'all are just living up to the stereotype here. All right, uh, so y'all weren't able to- Oh wait, to... straight intelligence? Oh no, I made a straight intelligence roll, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you're pretty sure that the the um, body that you found face down back in the marsh mm -hmm. was uh, Abe Duncan? Because of his, he was pretty tall, six foot two, and his blonde hair, uh, and and you have all of this information. He was so, the driver, right? Uh, no, he's the co-leader of the gang. Co Teddy Wynn was the driver. Yep. <clears throat> but his body—that's the, the reason that uh, Bubba wanted the body. His body's worth like three hundred dollars. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And while right, we back to oh, so that's oh, what Bubba ahead. did. He fucking took off and uh, he's stiffing you for your half, oh, Patty. <laughs> right. Oh, no, he gave me cash. I got cash out of him. Oh, really? Win-win so situation, no. Patty always, oh, Patty comes ahead all of the time. Okay. He gets me the front. Yeah, oh, right, Patty's been playing this game for a long time. Should we just finish this conversation yeah. and then take a break? Sure, that works too. Yep. Okay, okay. Um, so I guess you know then the list of people that were working with Frog on this heist i do and that's why i was saying that none of them are from around here except sisk okay well that's very helpful i did not know that none of them were from insmith we just assumed since they were all headed this direction in their car you heard we found a car down the road on the way into town i heard something yeah well it seemed to be from the heist and we did find the body of abe duncan We'll try our best to keep you informed as we continue, and we would really appreciate any cooperation you can give us. Make a charm roll. I'm sure I'm... that's just going to be great. Yeah, I'm sure it is, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're given some information, though. I'll give it to you in advance. Better than Merrick doing a charm roll. Yeah. Oh, my God. I actually got it. I don't think I need the advantage. Look at you. He says, All right. uh, says well, thank you, Angel Chambers. I... Uh, appreciate you uh, keeping us in the loop. Uh, my men and uh, Constable Birch, he's one of my finest. He'll, he'll offer you some good assistance. Um, but that O'Patty fellow, you keep a close eye on him. I can't be responsible for anything that happens to him in town. <laughs> we will keep an eye on him and we will perhaps check in with you again tomorrow if you are amenable. Of course. You know, his, his hot temper tends to get him in trouble. I have seen a little bit of that temper already. And strange things happen by the ocean. Really? But I hope you have a good investigation tonight and uh, don't keep the town up too late, if you don't mind. Well, are these strange things that we should know about? Should we stay away from the ocean? Or be sure to check it out. Agent it is Chambers. my first time in Innsmouth, you know. Agent Chambers, 
I'm I'm beginning to understand that you don't read between the lines too well. So <laughs> I just I've never been life. accused of that. <laughs> Let me just wish you a good night and don't worry about the ocean, but keep an eye on a on uh, Officer O'Patty, please. I will do my best. Thank you for your help and a good evening to you. Good evening. It'd be great if you walked out and you're like, he said to stay away from the waves. <laughs> uh, no, agent. I thought Agent Chambers was uh, uh, playing it brilliantly. Absolutely. She knew exactly mm-hmm. what he meant. Mm-hmm. She was hoping to get more information about. Uh, yeah, that was mm-hmm. great. yeah, that was great. You caught me. <laughs> All right. So I head out. Okay. And maybe that's. Yeah, so I mean, you, you probably would walk smack dab into Opati and Birch, or, or Birch talking to Mer- Birch and Merrick talking, and uh, Opati standing there right within earshot, keeping an eye on things. And of course, you'd walk out into another lightning flash uh, that illuminates <sighs> the, the town momentarily, and a wonderful fishy smell on the air. And with that, we'll take a break. Sounds good. Can't tell the take five minutes. Between... Go ahead, Chris. Oh, you just can't tell the difference between my lightning flash sound and my gun sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there. That's why there was an echo just a moment ago. I was queuing up uh, lightning sounds on YouTube. Uh, oh. Okay, it's your fault. Didn't All right. Work. Well, let's take a five ten minute break, and uh, we'll see everybody on the other side. All right, we're back from break. Michael, take us away. Oh, Does Chambers me. get to make her spot hidden roll yet? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, okay. Hopefully next week when you do get to make it, I remember what it's for. Wait, you said you remembered what it was for. Were you lying? Well, I remember and you this, said last I week I got week? to make it this week. Yeah, but I overestimated uh, y'all being able to get out the front door of the of the constabulary. But we're out the front door of the constabulary. Yeah, yeah I thought that would happen like an hour and a half ago. Oh, and you're still in there, Chambers, aren't you? Well, I eventually left. Okay. No, no, no. I yeah, left right ended, before break. We ended with Chambers getting out. I think everybody's out of the constabulary. You and are Steve are making out in the back of a car. Are we over at the Gilman everybody house else yet, is so walking. I can drop my dog off? No, not yet. Uh, we no, just, we're waiting. We rolled that back a, a little bit because yeah. I wasn't going to leave without Chambers. We retconned that. Hey, you used it properly. Good job. Oh, shit, I said the right word, too. I used that last night. I had a I had a, a group from my UU church, and I used that just for the hell of it. They didn't know what it meant, but it was just fun to do. All right, so we're okay. So everybody's outside the constabulary. Um, Steve and Aloysius are inside the car, and Dot and oh, I'm, Constable yeah. Birch and Lanny O'Patty and Mason Merrick are all walking together in a. <clears throat> it's Agent Chambers. Agent Chambers and Agent Merrick and Officer O'Patty are walking uh, very uh, forthright with uh, precision along with Constable Birch. O'Patty, where are you walking to? You shouldn't be walking. You're too drunk to walk. Hop in the car. It's safer. I think we're, we're jumping in the car. And uh, running over to the, we're trying to make this quick because we want to get to the main street house before it gets too late. That'll be a first. Jump in the car forthrightly. Yes, that is how I will jump. 
you forthrightly know. and with precision. <laughs> hmm. I'm I'm trying to mimic Agent Merrick's personality, but I, I'll be happy to kill all of you right now. <laughs> oh, oh, somebody's going. coming to kill Wayne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, if only she had a real knife. <laughs> all right. So this means you have to listen this week now. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So y'all are driving over to the Martin house, yep. which is really the Gilman house, but we're going to call it the Martin house. Just because I'm an idiot and can't remember anything. You can really call it whatever it's supposed to be called, but I'm stupid. Okay. And, and on the car it. ride, Chambers related the end of the conversation to Merrick, including the warning about the ocean. Sounds strangely like a threat. It did a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously I'm back in wait, the car wait, with wait. you guys. Constable I'm... Birch is with you, y'all. Mm-hmm. Just want to add that in there. No, no, no. He couldn't be in the car with the two of them because I'm in the back with Clue. So he'd okay. have to ride in the other car anyway. Oh, okay. He's riding yeah, with yeah, Aloysius have, Tumble? He'd have to ride with him anyway because I've got... So when they say that, um, when you get say the thing, uh, Agent Chambers, about uh, the ocean, I'm going to say... Uh, do you think it has anything to do with those uh, crab creature lobster things that were screwing up everybody's legs and ankles and stuff? Well, it's possible, but he would not offer me any more information. And I was just glad to get out of there with some semblance of uh, agreeability, agreeableness. I don't know. Agreeability. <laughs> Is that a new skill? Is that a new CSE skill? Hey, roll for agreeability. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Chambers Look, has see, it. I try to make fun of you and nobody supports it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually chuckle? I'm writing it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that could be. I mean, the sea feeds into the salt marshes, right? It's all salt water. Yeah. Uh, all I know is I'm not going near that water for nothing. We might need to get ourselves a boat. Uh-oh. I don't know about that. Boats those, always work those out things, well Those crab creatures seem like uh, they'd eat that boat for dinner. Oh, my God. This would be perfect if we go for a boat and we bring back one of the characters from that episode where we had the boat off in Ireland or one of those guys. And those characters are on it, like the old guy with the hunting gun and all that stuff. They're just getting back from their nightmare. <laughs> I just... Crossing I'm just... I can't get it out of my head that these gangsters must have made it back to town somehow and perhaps gone through the marsh since we didn't see any sign of them on the road. They didn't pass the checkpoint and maybe we should get a boat. We could check for signs in the marsh. Uh, I think we could also ask some locals maybe too. If, uh, you're, not, you're in the car with me, O'Paddy. Oh, oh son of a bitch. I'll talk to you then. O'Paddy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, so- oh, are you drunk enough to drive? Because I'm too sober, and I crawl in the back. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and and hold on, hold on. And he and he takes a swig, and he's like, ah, "I can tell my right from my left, mostly." So we're off. Uh, All uh, yours. Constable Birch uh, chimes in and says, I'll, "I'll be happy to drive for you if you'd like me to." I, I know the way around town. As he brushes some glass off the seat. I I I just met you a second ago. I've known. Oh, Patty here for a good 10 minutes. A good so hour or two. Not, <laughs> they're not driving my car. 
I said, I like, I, I, I like, I like the cut of your jib. And when we start going and I, I then I stop and I said, Bert, which way are we, which way are we supposed to be going? Uh, head, head straight through. We're going right to the town square. That's where, uh, to the new town square. That's where Innsmouth's only hotel is the five story Martin Gilman house. Don't what happened to the old town? <laughs> What's that? One star hotel. Yeah. What happened to the old town square? Oh, that was abandoned after the uh, virus came through. You know, it oh. uh, really took a toll on the town. Which virus? You've had so many. Oh, this is kind why you don't make so many the, friends, oh, Patty. In the it's module, because you're always you're always heckling the locals. You know they don't take so kindly to it. You make more. Fr- you make more friends with whiskey than you do with vinegar. Well, yeah, I don't need any more friends in Innsmouth, but I have my friends in Ipswich. <laughs> oh, all right. <clears throat> All right, so uh, it's not far away at all, like uh, maybe a minute ride, and you're yeah. in the kind of new town square. Uh, you're in front of the... Well, we try We try to make it a half minute and floor it. You're in front of the ramshackle Martin Gilman House Hotel, which is uh, about five stories tall from the... Uh, from what you can tell, it, it sits well above the skyline of all the buildings around it. There's a nice lightning flash in the background that illuminates the silhouette of the building. And a, another one from behind you that lets you know that nobody's paint, painted the Martin Gilman house sign in ages. And the uh, salty air has taken its toll on all the boards. Uh, the, you wouldn't quite call the hotel ramshackle, but there's been no upkeep whatsoever. So I'm, guess, I'm guessing there's no private parking spot or valet parking spot or handicap parking spot in front. No. All right. Then we just park right in front. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm just trying to make this a quick in and out. I'll, the only reason to stop here right now is to make this phone call. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, yes, I said You're that. You're used to that. I, <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard what I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I just, I just want to make a phone call and take off. Check in later. Like I'm not trying to make this a big thing. Okay. You pop in. I'll keep the car running. Perfect. And I, like I said, I'm going in as well so that I can get a room and drop off quick. All right. So I'm going to uh, do the in and out as well. Okay. Okay. Yes. So you run into the hotel. There's a front counter there, and uh, there's nobody in sight. Um, the interior looks like maybe 50 years ago it was uh, somewhat fancy and upscale. Uh, but nobody's done anything. In fact, just your quick glance around would tell you that maybe nobody's dusted in the last 30 years. Uh, so, and uh, from your position as you walk in, you see the front desk and just kind of like a bell on the on the counter. Is there a phone? Uh, not from where you're standing. Shit. <laughs> I'm just going to pick it up and use the phone. All right, I'll hit the bell. Oh, I didn't realize you. I I thought yeah. you were just inside the door of the hotel. You walked up to the front desk. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so uh, there's a bell in front of you, and then as you look over the desk, there's um, an older man with a very kind of wide mouth uh, and and sparse hair on top of his head, even less than mine. Um, 
kind of <laughs> large eyes, and he's sitting there reading a copy of Moby Dick. Ah, interesting. Uh, throwback. Um, <laughs> good evening, sir. Uh, Special Agent Merrick, DOI. Uh, BOI will be uh, staying in some of your rooms tonight, but uh, I have one one friend who'd like to check in. And uh, if I might hey, use your phone. call me his friend. <laughs> That's awesome. And I put my arm around you. I'm like, I knew we were getting to be buddies there, Merrick. You're a good fellow. Yep, too far. There's no response from the guy whatsoever. He's just buried in his book. Okay. So I take it from your non-response that it's all right if I use your phone? I You don't... Yeah, there's no response whatsoever. Is there, is there a phone right there? Uh, you look over the desk and you see right in front of you um, uh, uh, there's a phone sitting, yes, on the other side of the counter on, on the desk in front of him. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you As soon as he doesn't respond and we try this, I'm going to start banging on the bell. Bing, 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 bing. Wait, Chris, can you make the banging on the bell sign for me? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start banging on the bell going, hey, I need a room. My dog, he needs to go to bed. Okay, so as you raise your voice, uh, this man looks up and uh, sells really, really loudly to you. Um, what? What? Can I help you? Uh, so I, I clearly I get it. I say, good evening, sir. Special Agent Merrick, BOI. Say, say again? Merrick, we have rooms. Mary, God damn, y'all got weird names these days. Your phone, please. And I do the phone sign and point at it. Oh, oh, you sure, Mary, you can use the phone. The thumbs up, right. pick up the phone and call. And so he, and then, he just puts the phone back on the counter and goes back to his book. Okay, Hold perfect. On. And then I'm, I don't want to do this because I don't want to do the mic, but I cut my hands and as loud as I can yell, I go, I need a room, you really helpful guy now. <laughs> and he, he looks back at you and he says, the broom is over there. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> All right. I'm going to walk around and with and my if dog. You made a mess. Clean it up. <laughs> I'll clean it up. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I need a room, a key to a room. Make the universal. <laughs> yeah. I go like, I got to go to bed and put my head on the fucking pillow. <laughs> oh, Oh, you want a room? Okay, I'll get you a room. Bing, 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 bing. Okay, and so uh, he he goes. He he moves very slowly, almost like you're wondering if he's intentionally moving this slow. He's making the DMV look fast, like Tim Conway and the old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he kind of he shuffles to the back, and and. It takes minutes. In fact, by the time he gets back, Merrick, I, I assume, Merrick, you're trying to place a phone call. Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, quick call to headquarters. Tell him that, um, you know, local constabulary is being obstructionist. We need more agents. Going to need backup. Okay. Update and then out. This is Malone. Oh, we're doing this? <laughs> yeah, we're doing this. Uh, okay. I was trying to move things along. Well, I know, but there's probably uh, some that, information. Got to be reasons. Yep. Yeah. Um, this is Malone. Good evening, Malone. It's Merrick. 
Hey, Jim Merrick, how uh, have you uh, acquired the suspect yet? Uh, no, sir. We are in Innsmouth, and uh, the local constabulary is uh, blatantly obstructionist. Uh, I suspect that they may be involved somehow. Uh, I We well, are following up leads shortly Agent after Merrick? this. That's why the hell I sent you there. It is? That, that would have been yes. good information to have before we got here. <laughs> Sir? Yes. I, I wasn't aware there was going to be logic in this portion of the game. <laughs> yes, Agent Merrick. Uh, is there anything else that we should know about this? How, how involved is the local constabulary in this crime syndicate? Well, this is why I have the local state police officers at your disposal. That's why they should be uh, partitioned at the Marsh Refining Company, the East India Marine Merchants Bank, and the Harbor. They should already be stationed there. And then, of ah. course, we have them at the checkpoints. Good to know. They're at your disposal. Thank you, sir. Uh, and uh, is there somewhere we can get radios to communicate with them? Uh, I think you're on your own there. But, uh, uh, Merrick, I'm a little confused. You know the routine with local police force. They're all a bunch of drunk idiots. Yeah, they're usually Yay! not blatantly obstructionist, though. Uh, this work one, it out. This work one definitely seems to be involved. You're supposed to be the best of the best. Figure it out, Merrick. That's well, why I put you I on am. the case. Yes. All right, sir. I'll call with updates. Okay. Love you. Click. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, and so, in the, the best of the best, must my statistics say otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> in the in the meantime, uh, the the guy working the desk comes back with your key, Blue, and uh, he he reaches out, and he's got kind of a shaky hand as he reaches out, and uh, you notice his fairly long fingers. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'll even say, hey, those are some pretty fancy long fingers you got there. Huh? You did what with the dingas? Your fingers, <laughs> they're fantastic. I bet you were a really good flautist. Yeah. Oh, you're with the band. All right. I'll make sure to put you on the fourth floor with the rest of the band. That, that's the best thing I ever heard in my life. And so he he makes a notation in his notebook in front of him, and uh, you already have the key, and and he looks at you and he says, "And Mary, you have a good night." <laughs> right, so for so those who aren't watching on video, I just gave him the little finger gun. <laughs> okay, Steve, right, so what are you going to do? I'll run up. Yep, run up. Uh, <laughs> Chris, what did it sound like? Okay, so as you you get to the elevator and there's an out of order sign, and uh, the stairwell's right next to it uh, to get to the fourth floor. Get a move on there, yeah, Blue. We need to like get this. out of here. I, that says I out of order as well. The elevator, anyway. Yep. So I'll run up, I'll drop off my bag, drop off the dog, give him some food, give him some water, a couple little scratches on the head. Tell oh me my god! Boy. Hurry the fuck up. Make a <laughs> luck roll. Tell him he's my sweetie. Make a luck roll. Thirty-two. Is that lucky? Which is, uh, it's a new character sheet. Yeah, I got it. 
Okay. Uh, what would be lucky here? There's two ways to think of this as lucky. <laughs> Not uh, loaded with cockroaches. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bed bugs. Bed bugs. We'll say this. You you notice a slight fishy smell in the in the stairwell, but uh, whatever Aloysius gave Clue, he's pretty knocked out, so there's no movement there. Uh, you get up to the fourth floor. Uh, you get into your room. It's a it's a two dollar a night room, and uh, pretty simple but dusty. Um, the first thing you notice is that you put your key in the door. And uh, the the lock to the door, you almost wonder why you have a key in the first place, because it appears the lock to the door isn't even functioning. Um, you uh, as you as you step inside, uh, that makes you just a little bit wary. And so you look and uh, there's not even a deadbolt on the top of the door. You can see where there were some screws to to hold one in, but it's it's long been gone. Um, there's a single bed, a single window, a wash basin, and an old dresser that's missing most of its handles. Um, and then there's, uh, another door that seems to connect to another room. Okay. So I'll do a quick walk around just make sure there's, you know, nothing creepy or weird in the does room. The, like... uh, does the other door have a lock on it? Uh, well, I don't know. That's up to that's up to Steve. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'll check all the doors. I'll check to sort of see if because what I want to make sure is that the door latches in particular, so that when I close Blue in or when I close Clue in, that he's not going to be able to open the door and get out. Yeah. So the the door to the other room still has a deadbolt on it, but it's it's uh, mostly unscrewed. It by your assessment wouldn't take much to knock it just clean off, but the door does latch. And the door into the room itself from the hallway also latches, but there's not really any way to lock it. I would not feel comfortable leaving my dog there. I would not feel comfortable staying there. You'd have to jam a chair against it. Yeah. So, um, and can I, is there any, like, if I grab like a, a knife or something, like, is there anything I could use to turn the screw in the deadbolt to try and sort of tighten it back up? Uh, what, what do you have on you? Do you got like a pocket knife? Yeah. Uh, you yeah, have a coin in your wallet. I got a coin. I got a pocket knife. You pick it. All right. Well, uh, we'll give you a pocket knife. Sure. You could take the pocket knife, but, uh, Merrick's going to get antsy downstairs pacing. Yeah, I'm going as quickly as I can. Sure. Okay. So Merrick, you, you've <laughs> got to be at this point though, beside yourself, right? He's already gone up five flights of stairs with his dog. <laughs> and now he's like tightening. This was supposed to be a 30 second the... thing. Just stop, yeah. make a phone yeah. call, get out. Yeah, <laughs> It's Michael been 20 minutes. It easy on us. Yes. Okay. Michael uh, wants to delay this as much as possible. All right. So because he doesn't uh, want chambers to get her spot hidden. So as you're as you're <laughs> screwing the deadbolt in, you know, there's a big flash of lightning and then some thunder outside. It rattles the window pane. The window pane's really loose in the window. It literally rattles it and a uh, big flash of lightning through the room. But uh, Clue doesn't move at all. And you eventually get the it's not going to be like tight, tight, but you no, at but least get the deadbolt. Uh, to the connecting room, you get it back up onto the door. Good. 
Okay, so I'll do that and then uh, get clue up on the bed uh, okay. and sort of pull the door to okay. and make sure it latches. Yep. And then, um, you know, again, just lock it and, and just sort of re- just make sure that it's at least staying shut. So it, it latches like you can pull it to and it'll stay shut. But if you put your key in the lock, the lock just spins. It's not going to lock the, the handle at all. Oh fuck! That's what I was saying. I, I anyone can again, walk in and right in the corner using all the paint. Uh, all right, but fuck it. I'm not leaving my dog then, so I'll just I'm bringing Blue back downstairs. <laughs> okay, or Blue back downstairs, <laughs> and I'm like this piece of fucking shit place. And I go to Chamber or Merrick, and I go, these locks don't work. They're falling off the doors. I said, my dog could have gotten out or someone could have stolen him. What the hell kind of place are we staying in? Right. And Merrick, you've quit been your yapping. Given, get in the car. Yeah, Merrick, you've been given orders by Malone to stay at this hotel. So just yeah, no, put we're that still, in context. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't okay. care once we stay there, but I don't want to be yeah. here right now. Right. Yeah. All, All right. right. I'm going, I'll figure it out. I'm getting in the car and I bring the dog with me back in the car. Okay. All right. Uh, so I would have, while this was going on, told the... Um, the officer dude, uh, we're going right to what's her name's place on Main Street. Uh, so I'd get, di- Birch. I'd, I'd get directions there first. To Grace Deckard's house? Yep, that one. Okay. All right. And, um, uh, and if really, if he took more than three or four minutes, uh, we'd t- uh, Chambers and I would have taken off and gone there. And these guys could meet us there when, uh, when yeah, Blue yeah. comes out. We'll wait wait for him. All right. So uh, Merrick and Chambers then would get a little bit of a head start. um, and But actually, maybe make a luck roll on that. Who? Uh, Merrick, make a luck roll. Nope. Okay. So Birch actually ties you up a little bit. Uh, You're trying to get going. And uh, Birch is like, don't you want to wait for your friend? And, you know, that kind of whole thing. And um, he's frustrating you. But he, he's also like he's kind of your only asset at this mm-hmm. point because um, Opati's burned all your bridges. So he takes enough time uh, that uh, uh, finally, like, Blue comes comes out with the dog. So y'all end up together. Okay. Uh, but you're you're kind of pissed off, Merrick, because, you know, Birch is. Birch is burning your time here. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he's also like simultaneously like, don't worry, I'll get you there. I'll get you there. You don't have to worry about a thing. We're we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Deckert's, but I want to keep you all together, you know? I, I'd hate for y'all to get lost in the town, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what good is an ambush if only half of you show up? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. So um he takes you driving. Uh, about a half mile away and and the crackle of lightning as you move through the town. Um, You're just, you're all kind of in awe that there's a town here at all. Um, The the houses just, uh, they don't look habitable almost. I mean, they must be because there's people here in the town and you've seen some people moving about. um, But uh, they they just look like they're in terrible condition. Like they must leak and they must be really damp and everything else. Um, so you pull up in front of a house and uh, 
Constable Birch says, uh, uh, th- this, this is, uh, Miss Deckard's house. Would you like me to go up and let her know you're here and uh, maybe no, introduce no, thank you? you. No, thank you. Uh, 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 Agent Chambers and I will take it from here. Uh, uh I, Agent Chambers. Thank you so much for your help. Uh, we'll just Agent, be right back. Uh, wait, Agents, wait here, sir. I, I, uh, I just. Hey, yep, thank it you. Might be, uh, we're walking away. Be receptive <laughs> to you if I introduce you. We're walking away. And, uh, um, and I, my, I got the dog in the back of the car, and okay. I'll say to him as I'm walking by, I'm going to say, "They're not listening to you, you know." <laughs> well, they, they don't. They don't really understand uh, the culture here. They just. They come don't on. understand come how to meet come the people. Come walking up with me. This is what you got to learn. Don't tell them what you're going to do. You just do it. Oh, okay. Okay. So as sure. as we're walking up, um, I'm going to say, Agent Chambers, uh, you, you seem to be doing much better with uh, these people. Would you like to take lead on this interrogation? I would be happy to. What a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it <Okay>. is. <laughs> Opportunity for learning. Um, right before you knock on the door, there's a huge lightning flash that illuminates the whole sky and then a, a, a rumble pretty quick after that. The thunder comes in and just right like shakes everything up. And um, and uh, you hear this strange sound in the air. You've never you've never heard this before. Um, and it's take a lily, take a lily, take a lily. And then, like, how, how do you spell right, that? Oh. Right before you, you, you kind of take pause, and and you hear it coming off from this direction, and then all of a sudden, uh, from the opposite direction, you hear a little tickle lily, tickle lily, and uh, uh, it it goes on for a couple of minutes. It just it gives you a pause, and then uh, there's a an enormous kind of lightning flash that again lights up the sky and a huge thunder crack that that shakes everything again and you both look at each other like did did we hear that all right and because i'm with the uh constable when i hear this i'm gonna say oh my god what the what is that sound have you heard that sound before oh yeah yeah it's nothing it's uh you know the seagulls they're mating this time of year I've heard seagulls before. That ain't no seagull. I don't care who he's mating with. Oh, these are big seagulls. And when they get after it, uh, you know, no telling what kind of noise it might be. Might be the dolphins coming up to serenade them as well. Wait, wait, you're saying it's a seagull? Oh my God. Seagulls are fucking and dolphins are in the audience. What kind of place is this? Steve, (laughs) Steve, uh, here, I'll make a persuade roll here on you. Seagulls mating with dolphins. I know what the hell kind of town this is. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, he, uh, you, you don't believe him at all, Steve, but you realize like this, this line of questioning is just not going to get anywhere with it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, so what do y'all do, Agent Merrick and Agent Chambers? Knock uh, on the door. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and let's see. Okay. All right. Just kind of checking things out. Okay, so uh, uh, you you knock on the door, kind of a 
a loud rap and um, um, it, it takes a minute or two, but you hear some feet shuffling around upstairs and uh, everything's thin, right? Like the, uh, there's no like insulation or anything to kind of pad the sounds of the footsteps coming down the stairs. And you can even hear the creaks in the house, right? As she comes down the stairs and um, you're, um, you're both quite struck a little bit. Uh, you were, you were expecting, uh, uh, you were expecting somebody to, uh, at the very least, not a very attractive person. But aside from like her quite large eyes and maybe a little extra accentuated mouth, um, she's quite beautiful, uh, despite the really tattered robe that she has wrapped around her. And uh, she looks both at both of you, uh, blinks heavily, and and says. Can I help you? Good evening, miss. My name is Special Agent Chambers, and this is my associate, Agent Merrick. Good evening, ma'am. And we were, we were just hoping to ask you a few questions about Tobias. Uh, make a psychology roll. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. These are not Chambers' strong suits. So, what? If it matters, I'm right there with them, and I'm paying like rapt attention, like really close attention. Okay. So, I don't know if a psychology role from me would help, but I'm I'm looking for, you know, I'm in sort of reporter mode, so I'm both taking notes, but I'm looking for lies. I'm looking for obfuscations. So it's it's more I just uh, the the psychology role either way um kind of true to the COC thing right like uh uh agent chambers will be able to assess it but it basically relates to the character's response to agent chambers saying that Gotcha Okay Okay um so uh, uh Oh so I gave a thumbs down I failed Right yes um, that doesn't mean so. Uh, and, and that's one of the things, right? In COC, you can still fail the role. There's just consequences, right? Like you can still fail it, get the information, but there's consequences to it. Um, her um, pretty calm and serene, uh, quite alluring face all of a sudden just becomes stone hard. And she stares at you and says, I don't speak of him. Oh, well, you may need to this evening because we. Tobias Sisk is dead to me. Can you please tell me more? He is dead to me. What more do you need to know? In 1917, when he left for the war and he proposed to me and said he'd be back. Thanks for dredging this all up. Is this what you woke me up for? <laughs> Sorry to have awakened you. It is only 730. 730. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't judge you and you don't need to judge me. Is that all you need this evening is to remind me of my failed romance? Well, there is no judgment. However, it would be very helpful to our investigation if you could cooperate and tell us anything that you know 
perhaps you would help us in catching him, apprehending him, and thereby have your own revenge. If you want him, lady, you can have him. But maybe you should try the cisk house. And she slams the door. Wham! Okay. Well, that was unproductive. <laughs> well, I liked your angle about trying to catch him. I thought I thought that was going to bring it's worth her around. a try. Thank yep. you, thank you very much. Well, more evidence to go to the Cisk House. Good work, All Chambers. Right. Let's go. And on that note, we will call it an evening. Wow. Okay. All right. I was not prepared for that, even though I should be, because I have a clock too. Hey, I think we have just enough time for someone to spot hidden. Oh, that's right. Oh, hey, do I get my spot hidden yet? No, 99. Because... Oh, actually, it's 98. I actually rolled a It's You're too busy. You're too busy with the, the thunder rolling in. <sighs> wow. All right. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight under the library uh we will be back next week until then you can find us online under the library.com on instagram under the library twitter under the lib if you're watching us on youtube you can find us wherever you get your podcasts if you're listening to us and you want to see our goofy faces we're on youtube until next time for me for michael for chris for wayne emily scott and even the absent rick Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time where maybe Emily will get to make her spot hidden roll. Have a good night. Don't worry. I'll get you there. I'll get you there. You don't have to worry about a thing. I don't know. It's just shocking that I'm still in there. Hey, good looking. Be back to pick you up later. Ezekiel died of ammonia in, in 1925. Ammonia or pneumonia? You know, it's not enough to put him to sleep, but well, that's the wrong phrase. It was definitely my my ten year old self coming out. He is kind of a turd. Wait, no, but who? What? What are we talking about? Thousands of eyes, the player, the slime, TPK. Thousands of eyes, the slime, the thousands of eyes. They bore into me. They bore into me. Under the library, under the library. Take a lily lily. Take a lily, 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 take a lily.